The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's Big Facts. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Astros Baseball Podcast. I am today's host. For some reason, they're letting the personality hire uh, do the show today. So it's going to be an interesting one, um, but hopefully a fun one. I am joined today with Rob and Wally. How was everybody's day today? It was good. It was good. We thought we were going to get some rain, but we didn't. So life is good. My day is good because they told us that we were going to work two and a half hours overtime and uh, we didn't work any at all. So I got home way early. We were going to do the show at eight. Now we're doing it at six. So life's good. Oh, we love that. Also, Wally, you and I differ on the, the rain situation because I am a huge fan of the rain. Give me rain all day, but I also work from home. So it makes it a lot easier to just kind of like sit around the house in the rain compared to people who have to like, leave places in the rain and lord knows us houston drivers I some of us are not built for it i was working outside today so Ooh. it was good to get it done mm. okay then you know what i'm happy for your sake that there was no rain today <laughs> i love the rain yeah same. as a homeowner rain rain well i don't i guess it don't matter in the winter time that's fair fair point but yeah guys let's get into it so um yesterday Obviously, I know that Wally and Rob did their show on the Jose Altuve extension. Super exciting stuff. Um, one of the big things yesterday was it was officially declared Jose Altuve Day on February 7th, 2024. Um, I know the guys gave a little bit of their thoughts on that, but how do y'all feel about, you know, obviously Jose Altuve Day? I mean, I think it was so exciting to hear how much he loves this city and how this really is just a second home to him. Did he really sign on February the 7th? So uh, he signed, I believe the day before, but they did oh. the announcement yesterday. And okay. so the mayor did a whole proclamation. It's official. It should be Jose Altuve day on February 7th forever. Even when he's not here anymore, forever. <laughs> he deserves it. We, we had a bunch of my friends. First off, the great thing was is not just Jose was happy. Did you see all the people that were there? I mean, people came in just to see him. You had Jordan, you had Pena, you had Biggio. I, yeah, you had, I, I can't remember who else was there, but people made a special effort to come in and see this because he's that, that beloved by him and, and they, and he loves them too. Yeah, I think one of the things he said, he was so excited. I believe Lance McCullers was there as well. Um, so he had really the whole squad um, at this thing, which was awesome. But, you know, he mentioned, you know, it's like family for them. Um, so to have people that feel like family there for him was super exciting. And it's it's amazing to see how much he's done for the city of Houston. I feel like people outside of this city, like, don't know the depths of how much we love Jose Altuve. And just his story is obviously so incredible. Um, and personally, I got to watch him in the minors when he was playing in the hooks and I was working there. So 
kind of getting to see him go from, you know, getting his call up. I mean, I was working there and got to change out the lineup boards the day he got called up because they called him up after batting practice and after the lineups were already set. And I remember uh, asking Michael Coffin, who was one of our radio guys, he's like, he's like, yeah, you have to take all Tuve off. And I said, you know, are you like, is, is he hurt? Like, did something happen? And he's like, no. And he looks at me, he's like, he got the call. And I looked at him and said, okay, are we talking the call or are we talking like triple a and he's like he got the call um and if i'm not mistaken i believe he was the first position player to ever move straight up from double a to the astros um so to be there for that day to get to see that and now obviously living in houston getting to watch him play you know day in day out for my team is uh it's been awesome it's been incredible just to to see that journey and to see where he came from even before that so um uh, like I like you said, Rob, every two seven should be Jose Altuve Day. We can celebrate yeah. it as statue in like ten years. Oh yeah! It, what, what's crazy <laughs> about it is you were actually, and not like making it up. You were officially a part of him getting called up because his name was there, and they told you to take it down. That's amazing. That's amazing. You got to be a part of that. I the thing that I thought was hilarious. Uh, among other things, is they say, well, how long is he going to be up here? Says, well, you're up here temporarily until we can get the other second baseman over here. Well, you know, here we are. And and uh, the Lionel DeShields never quite made it, did he? I mean, you know, once Jose stepped on the field, he had something to prove and he did just that. And I think, again, testament to him never giving up. You know, obviously coming out of Venezuela, coming to the actual uh, tryouts for the Astros and then literally sending him home because he's too short and him saying, no, like, give me a chance. Let me show you that I'm going to be worth it. And then I think what did they give him? Like 16,000, 15, 15,000 $15, dollars. It wasn't much. Yeah, it wasn't much. But he said, hey, I'm going to prove to you that this was worth it. And and look at him now. You know, it's it's awesome. Well, and, and fifteen thousand dollars is not. I mean, someone gives you $15,000, you're not going to turn it down up here, but uh, down there, $15,000 when, you know, he, he could point out the rivers that they would go, go bathe in. I mean, $15,000, he probably thought he, he struck gold. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm sure. Um, and I have you either of y'all ever gotten to see the documentary that they put up? I think it was, gosh, I think it was maybe 2015. It was way before the world series. I know that. Wow. The one where he's hitting the bottle caps. With yes. The, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. That sounds cool. Oh man. It's if you haven't seen it, uh, everyone should watch it. If you are a Jose Altuve fan, it really gives you perspective into his life in Venezuela and really just all of the things that he's done since then. It makes a lot of sense as to why he works so hard, which is um, obviously incredible to see. So, um, but yeah, so yay for Jose Altuve day. Hey, I read a story about Altuve today and I forgot to share it when we're, we're in our, uh, whatever you call it, the brain trust, trying to figure out what we're <laughs> going to talk about. But it said it was from Sports Illustrated, but it says inside the Astros. And the cover of it is Houston Astros take a major risk with the Altuve <laughs> extension. How does this guy even have a job writing? It, it says he's, you know, he's getting this. Uh, it's a lot of money to pay for what will likely be Altuve's decline phase and then he goes on to talk about how few games he plays played last season and it's like dude 
he got hurt in the WBC. Like, yeah. Do you not know what you're talking about? No. <laughs> you wonder Obviously if some not. of these guys have jobs. A hundred percent. It's it's insane. But yeah, that's crazy to me though that you know, and granted, I mean, I think anytime you're signing someone to their probably remaining years of play, of course there's risk involved. But yeah. when Jose Altuve comes up, there's never a question. Um, he really hasn't, I feel like we haven't seen that much of a decline. Like, of course, he slowed down a very small bit, but um, I mean, he's still that clutch guy every day. He is still the heart and soul of this team. And I can't see it not being something that's yeah. worth it for us. You know, what he what he's done in the past is worth what he's getting now because he took a hometown deal the first time they extended him. Absolutely. He, he played he played higher than his paycheck. So he deserves it. So well, that is, that is exactly why each team has their own beat writers because you got dudes <laughs> writing about teams that he doesn't know what he's talking about. We we were talking a couple nights ago about his home run numbers outside of last year when he only played 90 games. I think he had 17 home runs. Take out the the um COVID year, every year has been low 20s low 30s high 20s. And everything's been amazingly consistent. We can always trust Wally with the stats. Yeah, stat man. <laughs> but I mean, it's Truly. no risk. I don't know why this guy. Thinks yeah. It. Does anybody yeah. think it's a risk? I don't. Uh -huh. I I don't think so. Not not the kind of risk they're talking about. But they price, uh, they price the contract to 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 uh, take away some of that risk. Yeah. Once, once he gets gets past age thirty six, it's you know it, it it's not peanuts for you and me, but it's peanuts compared to what what the uh, what the players are going to get paid. Exactly. And I will say, speaking of beat writers, uh, Brian McTaggart had an incredible article that was very opposite vibes of the article that you're talking about. I know I got it in my email. I know he has his little Astros beat that he sends out. Um, and man, I was almost in tears reading that article, just talking about Altuve being one of the greats and, you know, kind of like battling Hakeem Olajuwon for that title of greatest Houston sports athlete and being like that guy, you know, he feels like he's that caliber and, you know, it's, we're lucky that we have amazing beat writers like that, that, you know, obviously Brian's from here. He grew up with this team. So having someone who's that passionate, the same way the fans are is it's awesome and exciting, you know, Chandler Rome's good in the athletic too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big fan of Chandler. I know there's a lot of, uh, Chandler haters, but I'm a fan of Chandler's work too. I think he does great stuff. I don't hate him. Yeah, me either. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so some other exciting stuff that has been going on with the Astros. Today was Astros Media Day. So a couple of new things. They released their new slogan, Relentless. How are we feeling about the new slogan? And have you seen the hype video? I didn't see I'm the video. I haven't seen the video. I like Relentless, but a lot better than Ready to Rain. Honestly, same. Know. Here's my, here's, we have a difference of opinion. Well, here's <laughs> here's my take on this. When they announced Ready to Rain, I was like, that's ridiculous. It sounds horrible. And then you think, oh, wait, we're the champions. We're reigning. We're going to, we're ready to reign. We're ready to reign as the champions. And this one, it was like relentless. And I was like, what? That sounds ridiculous. And then I didn't see the hype video, but I saw the picture that the Astros posted. And it has Altuve on there. It has uh, Jordan on there. And I'm like, 
we are relentless. Seven ALCSs in a row. That's pretty damn relentless. Absolutely. And you look at the lineup that we have, it, it's, it, you know, it seems like you hear the commentators talking about it during games is it seems like there's no let up. It's a relentless lineup. And, you know, the, the, the starting staff, you know, one after the other, just one top notch arm after the other. And, and, and part of, I think the way the reason the Astros have been good so long is no team gets a break. You don't get that fourth and fifth starter that, that it's glorified beer league softball that, that, uh, you just start teeing off on. Yeah. So we do agree, Wally. We do. <laughs> I love I, it. We do both like it. One day somebody's going to disagree in this team, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll let it happen. Oh, we, we can make that up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they put out the whole uh, hype video and they also sent out and I'll read it out to you so you can kind of get, I'm probably not going to do it justice to the video and it'll be the exact same script in the video. So just like bear with me, but um, it says there's a price to pay for greatness, a cost for the consistency, and we pay our dues. Paid in grit, paid in reps, paid in sacrifice. The reward, the chance to continue making history and to be a part of a team that simply does not go away. The plan hasn't changed and the same goal remains. Pour sweat and spray champagne. Along wow. the way, it's not about perfection. It's about protecting this winning culture and repping this city and the relentless pursuit of baseball's biggest prize. Well, that's awesome. That's oh. great. You know, you coming back to where you were talking about with Altuve and the family, you know, how do you think these guys are going to feel, you know, 10, 15 years from now, and they're in their 40s, late 40s, early 50s, and they're going to look back and say, wow. You know, look, look at that. I mean, how many times does a team – not called the Yankees in the fifties <laughs> come back and, and lay down a set, a, a level of performance that that's this consistent. Yeah. The giants won three titles in five years. Well, those other two years, they didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah. the Astros, the Astros, are, they're different almost every year. Like they will be the same for a couple, but the team from seven years ago, that what there's just three guys there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's not many holdovers at all from the yeah. from yeah, those Bregman, times. Bregman came up 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he came up 16. 16. Yeah, he came up 16 because he was there for the whole, yeah. whole there was time Yuli Guriel, there was yep. Maldi, there was George Springer, out, out, uh jo Josh Altuve. Reddick. Outside oh, Altuve. I think Altuve is the only one left from 15, isn't he? Yeah, Correa, like all these people that contributed this amazing team. They just keep stacking them up. Absolutely. It just keeps happening. It's a it, great job, Astros. And I mean, great people job. talk about the Astros not having a farm system. And, you know, they bring that up here and there. But they're still consistently so good. They're great with their trades. They're great with developing talent and finding talent where maybe other people didn't see it. And I think that that's a huge key to some of their successes. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's part of why they have been so consistent. And again, they've been so relentless. And Crane has done such a, such a great job of, uh, of spending the right money at the right time. You know, he is not, he hadn't spent any stupid money yet. He's had, he's, he's spent some money that hasn't worked out. The McCullers deal has not yet worked out. But but he has not done 
the 10-year, $400 million deal is to some guy that you're eating a contract for seven years. You know what? We're, we'll skip around. And why don't we bring that up? It was going to be a little bit later on, but we'll bring it up now. Uh, one thing that we heard from Jim Crane is as long as I'm here, the window isn't closing. And I worked for the Astros, for those of y'all who don't know, but I think everyone does at this point, from 2013 to 20, 2018. So I was there for five years, um, was there in the rough years, there in obviously the start of the golden era. Um, and Crane has always been consistent in his messaging of saying, I'm going to spend money and I will spend money when it makes sense. He's not going to be like throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at guys for a contract and then, you know, have it, you know, eat, bite him in the butt for lack of better words, you know. So he is very um, intentional with the way he spends. And I think he has a lot of trust for Dana Brown. And I think that that is showing in the different moves that he's allowing him to make with obviously like the hater deal. I know y'all talked a little bit about it on one of the past couple shows. I mean, that hater deal, it's, it's not something that you would almost expect of Jim Crane, but from the inside looking out, you, you do, because you hear him say it constantly. If it's the right move, I'm going to make it and I'm going to spend the money. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what uh, what happens there and what other moves we can make. Seeing this graphic on Twitter or X, I'm going to call it Twitter the rest of my life. I don't care. Same, same. Yeah. And one day I'm going to stop going Twitter. I mean X. But anyway, I saw this graphic, right? And it just, I don't, I don't want to say it sent a chill through my spine, but it made me happy to see him say, as long as I'm here, this window isn't closing. And I was like, you got to love to hear that because we talk about it. I've said it. Hey, go pick up hate or go do something else. And, you know, the window's closing. You got to win while you can. But that's an example of it not closing five-year deal to hater. Why would he do that if the window's closing? It's not closing. And, and, and Stephanie, you probably, you've got better insight on this, but it sure seems like from the outside that Crane believes in building an organization. You look at all the successful teams, they start with an organization and you look at teams that don't succeed. Well, why? Because they take the big shot deal and don't have a base under it. And so there's nothing to support that big shot deal. hundred mm -hmm. percent. I don't think he could have said it any better. That's, that's exactly what it is. He's incredible about building the organization. And I think you even look at not just the money he's spending on baseball, but the money he's spending on developing the areas around Minute Maid Park to make it an experience for the fans, you know, and that's going to be another way that he makes some of his money and helps us get those players is by, you know, developing into the community around Minute Maid Park. Um, so, I mean, you look at the money he's spending, again, not just on the players, but on, on the development of everything around it. So um, I think he's done such an incredible job um, since he's taken over. I know people had their questions at first, but, you know, I think a lot of those have been settled uh, for the most part from the fans. So um, just, just in the beginning, when they asked him about when he when he bought the team and switching leagues and he's, you know, his way of being so logical and how he talked about it. So, well, do you want he didn't want to change the leagues, but he said, well, if I want the team, I'm going to have to change leagues. So I got to get, got to get over myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worked out just fine for us now. <laughs> so Hindsight is always 2020. We yeah. will always be the only team to represent both leagues in the world. Exactly. Series. Exactly. One didn't turn out so well. 
but we were there. Oh, good. We were there. You so, know, you, you also, uh, on the last subject we were talking about, uh-huh. Wally had mentioned something about, you know, like m- spending money here and making the right moves and the decisions they make. I, I, and while he was saying that, I wrote this down. What a, I mean, just think about how much regret the angels are going to have if this cabbage guy works out. That they're the ones that let them go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I really, I really appreciate this year's because, you know, when I was growing up, it was Speck Richardson running the Astros. He was the general manager. Speck. And he, he, in a three year period, traded Mike Cuellar, Rusty Staub, Joe Morgan, Dennis Minky, Cesar Geronimo, Ed Armbrister. He had a trade in 71 at the end of the 71 season that made the big red machine. And, and they went from a team of, of promise to, to just the absolute dumps. Hmm. And then, and then Hawthorne's, you know, went bankrupt. There were some dark years in the mid seventies. And that, so that you really sad. do appreciate what crane has done, done with the team. Yeah, I, I will say I obviously was uh, a little bit before my time in the 70s. Just a little, I promise. You're sure. Um, pinky swear. Pinky swear. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but man, even working there in 2013, I remember it was our, I got there in August. And so it was the middle of our third 100 loss season in a row. And you kind of looked at Jim and you're like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, just trust me. There's a plan. We're going to execute it and it's going to be fun. And, you know, he, him and obviously um, Jeff Lunau, they really had us buy into that. And, you know, internally, we all felt it like, okay, we're going to be good very soon. And then 2015 happened, which obviously that was way ahead of schedule, in my opinion. No one thought that we were going to be a playoff team in 2015. And then, you know, that happens and you kind of start seeing the little sparks of of what this team was going to be and what they were going to be able to accomplish. And I remember in 2016, like we were almost furious that we didn't make the postseason after we had made it in 15 and then 2017 happens. Um, and then obviously that was the start of everything. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I trying to sell tickets for an 111 loss team really uh, gave me a thick skin and uh, taught me a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know, the last thing I had to say about crane, we've been, rightfully singing his praises the from an organizational standpoint the best thing i can say about crane is dealing with lunau is lunau gave him a plan crane let lunau work the plan as long as the plan was on target you know kind of what you're saying Steffi, is that you know as long as the plan is working he's going to let you work the plan exactly and, and you could tell there was there was losing but there was not panic Absolutely. I was panicking a little. <laughs> I, I was actually like as a fan getting frustrated because I, I couldn't see the future. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I was just like, why are they getting rid of everybody that's good? And then they talk about these people, you know, that they drafted, that they have in the minor leagues that are awesome. I'm like, well, call them up, call them up and try to win. Mm-hmm. And then you couldn't watch them on TV. You had to have like Xfinity. It, there was a time Comcast, where, like, yeah, it was wasn't there a time where like fifty percent of Houston couldn't even mm-hmm. watch the, 
mm-hmm. and it was frustrating. It's like, why, why am I wasting my time being a fan of this team? I can't watch them. And then I tried to get a MLB, you know, the, the paper thing. Yeah. And you can't watch them. Like, why would I, why would I get this? I mean, and it was really frustrating. Yeah, it was, it was definitely rough times. And I will say, you know, during that time, that's half of what we heard in 2013 was I can't even watch them. Like, why would I want to go to a game? Yeah. You know? So, uh, it was, it was rough times, but, uh, it you'll makes... go to the game and you won't even know any players because you, <laughs> yeah, you can't exactly. watch them. Exactly. hundred percent. It was rough, but I'm glad I stuck it out. Yeah. I think we all are. <laughs> Uh, so I will go back to Astros Media Day just for a quick minute. Um, so a couple of other things that they uh, showed during Media Day. They released some of the promotional calendar. They had some highlights there. Um, one of my favorite things is going to be 713 Day versus the Rangers. I think that's going to be a really fun one. Uh, Margaritaville at the ballpark. And obviously a lot of really great celebrations and causes there. Um, they also showed the weekly promos, which look like they're staying the same. So I will be there every Tuesday that I can make it for dollar hot dogs because nothing better than a dollar hot dog at the ballpark. You know, you know what I wish they would do with the dollar dogs when it's I wish they would let us go back to cash for dollar dogs only because it takes so much time to get your to get your uh, uh, card out. You don't think about it. But when you when you can give somebody four ones for four dogs and you just keep on going, the line just gets darn long. Yeah. See, I have learned to use the Uber Eats app and you can Uber Eats the uh-huh. dollar dogs and just come and pick them up. And that's it. Yeah. So I literally one time, I think, ordered like ten dollar dogs for me and a bunch of people. And uh, <laughs> the line was crazy, too. It was like circling around. It was all over the place. And I ordered my little Uber Eats dogs and I went and I picked them up and I went back to my seat. And people were looking at me like, what the heck? <laughs> you know? Can you Uber eat El Tiempo margaritas? Shoot, I wish. Maybe you can. I don't know. <laughs> Do a margarita pickup? Oh, those margaritas. Those margaritas are deadly. Yeah, they oh. are. They are my, deadly. Uh, one of my friends said, uh, Astros, how dare you think it's Margaritaville night? It's Margaritaville every night with El Tiempo in there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wow. Oh, my that, friend Paul. That, they should just have El Tiempo Margarita Night and everybody just wear black because we're all going to be blacked out drunk. Yeah. Oh, those margaritas are some of my favorites. Sponsored um, by Uber because they're going to have to give everybody a ride home. Facts. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, yeah, they had a couple promo items as well. So um, I will say Julie Morales had all of the insight on all of the things from Astros Media Day today. So um, if you, yeah, haven't seen any of that stuff, go check it out. Also, a couple of different ballpark foods, too. So that's going to be interesting. I think they had, like, chicharron nachos, something called a pennant pickle dog, which I am intrigued what? by because I like hot dogs and pickles. Hmm. But I, yeah, I'm curious. I have a lot of curiosities about that and also crawfish fried rice. Yeah. I am so intrigued by all of these things. That one around here, we were talking about it and said, "Mm, that one, that one might have to be a pickup. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And I will say the Astros do very well with their food too. That's something that they, uh, they do really well with. So um, yeah, we're excited. Someone posted a picture of, uh, it was like a table with a whole bunch of giveaways Yes. And I saw yeah, like that was a, Julia. I saw, a, I saw a pride jersey. Yes. 
and it has like the rainbow numbers. It actually it looks, looks pretty really sweet. nice. I yeah, saw they had a pride jersey and a pride hat. Orbit's birthday. It looks like they're gonna have an Ori Orbit fanny pack and also an Orbit Squishmallow for anyone who likes Squishmallows. Uh, and I then, don't even know what that is. Oh man, they they're like little. What's how? It's like a stuffed animal basically, but it's just like round. You've I promise oh, you. Like you've a seen of it kind yeah. Of yeah, and they're just super fluffy, and I have some Squishmallow uh, cat house shoes, and they're very comfy. So I can only imagine an actual Squishmallow has got to be nice and cuddly, uh, and I might want that. So I might have to be there for Orbit's birthday. Um, but yeah, and a couple other things. They have the Space City promos again, which are going to be some gate giveaways. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. So they do a good job with the promos. Good. They do a good job with everything. And get your uh, – <laughs> what's, what's it called with the kids? Oh, kids run the bases on Sundays. No, no, no. The, no? Yeah, yeah. They, they do that, but I'm talking about. What are you talking about? The, the Astros, Astros buddies. buddies. Oh, Astros buddies. Yes, they do yeah, have I Astros try to buddies talk about still. It every preseason. Oh, yeah. Get your Astros buddy like, passes. If you ever see those sure. kids out there getting their shirt signed by Altuve and all these guys, you know how they get out there? They're Astros, Astros buddies. buddies. They, they'll message you like months before. Like it's highly planned, you know? Oh, and also, 100%. I did it once and I, I used the tickets and I upgraded them, you know, because you get upstairs. Nice. Seat. Yeah. We, we got four tickets for $104 because I had that. And that the, is in nice. section 105, row 19, right next Oof. to Michael Brantley or whoever was out there. It, I, I mean, love that. For $104. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus Astros Buddies for is the a must. Astros Buddy. So 134 minus about two. I mean, it would have been like 240 easily. Oh, easy. Yeah. And you could give the backpack and the jersey and all that stuff to your grandkid or your kid or whoever. Or just keep the backpack. I don't know. Use Why it. Not? Why not? <laughs> That's what it's I would good. do. I'm Astros not going to lie buddies, to you. Astros buddy. <laughs> even if your kids don't want to go, you should get it just to save money on tickets. Absolutely. We love you it. You can split them up. You don't have to go all four games. You don't, if you're single, you can go to four different games. Don't tempt me with you, a good if time. You're a couple, you can you can go to two <laughs> games. You don't have to have four people. You can split them up. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'll definitely. Go ahead. No, I'm, a, no, I'm, a, a I'm a huge believer in Astros buddies. I love that. I'm a huge. Believer I was an, in all I was an Astros promos. buddies back in the day. Oh, I, I bet you that. were. Yeah, I'm not. I can, I got to tell you, Wally, I'm not shocked by that at all. I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> we were. Um, were you a Colt back. 45 buddy? Did no, you go no, to the Colt 45 I, you know, games? Or you no, but I, I will tell you, the first baseball I remember <laughs> listening to, we go to Little Rock, and my grandfather uh, was a huge Cardinals fan. He grew up outside of St. Louis, and we would listen to Harry Carey call St. Louis Cardinal oh. games on KMOX, uh, the sports voice of the Midwest. And, he, you know, he had the same sort of uh, – Bill Dixon. Brown talked about that. Yeah, he had the same sort of talk, but he wasn't near the lounge act that he became with the Cubs. That's hmm. amazing. Very interesting. Oh, baseball memories. We love them. All right, go ahead, Steph. Sorry about that. Yeah, all, no, all you're good. Interruptions. Goodness, Rob, I am the host today. Come on, man. You are bringing <laughs> the energy. You're bringing the energy to the show. Rob, are you having today. lack of control anxiety? <laughs> am I having what? Lack Rob, of control anxiety. You can, push, you can push the buttons if you want to, Rob. I'll let you do it. No, 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 no. No, because I know you. I know because you had Astros media, then you moved along and then you went back 
And hey, you I know? keep talking and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Hey, I have, I, hey, boo, hey, dude, makes I it have fun. zero I'm lack of control. We're, if we're I could be on this it. show every day and not send out emails, not record it, not <laughs> upload it to YouTube and send it out, I would, I would do it. If I had to do a sit here and talk every day, <laughs> sign me up, dude. It's not I bad. I took, I took the banners control. off your hands today. And then I yeah, realized I misspelled God. the word isn't in the other one, which is why I took it off. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to catch. Look, that. folks. Look, folks. We're not perfect around here, okay? And I was trying to type really fast. Yeah, we're not perfect. Who cares? Oh man. So I know something that Wally really wanted to talk about. Uh, Bregman extension question. Yeah. It, you know, there was Dana had Dana had a few things that were said, and it's not what he said is what he what he didn't say. You know, Boris, you know, Boris and, and Brown talked. And the way it came across to me is that Brown said, we'll get back in touch with you, but we're going to get back in touch with you and on our schedule. And they there's a there's one guy out there, Matt Chapman, third baseman, 31 years old, who is not yet who's not yet signed. And it just seems logical that Brown and Crane being the, the types of people that they are, they're going to wait for Chapman to sign before they get back to Boris. Um, that's got to happen quick. Here we are. It's the eighth. You know, we're inside of a week, uh, inside of 10 days when the position players are going to start, start reporting. Chapman's going to want to get a deal done. You know, he's an elite defender. Bregman's an excellent defender. You know, and maybe some people would say that Chapman with his all his gold gloves is a little better defender than Bregman, but Bregman's no slouch. When you look at it on the other side of the uh, of the uh of the coin, you know, Bregman's a much better offensive player than than Chapman is. You know, took a look at some things the last couple of days uh for the last couple of years and Bregman's Average is you know 30, 40 points higher than than Chapman's 30 points higher. His o, his OPS is 60 points higher. You know his home runs are more. And the biggest thing that really got that that got my attention was that Bregman strikes out less than 12 percent of the time, and Chapman strikes out almost 28 percent of the time. That's where your RBIs come. You talk about where these hidden runs come and why the Astros are so good. And Steffi, when you talk about where they were back in 2013 and where we are now, back in 2013, 2012, 2014, they struck out like nobody's business. You know, Chris Carter struck out. Struck out Chris oh, Carter yeah. struck out three times before he got out of bed. And <laughs> and 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 now wow. they are a t-shirt they are the, you know they're always one of the two or, top two or three least strikeout teams mm -hmm. in, in major league baseball you don't think it makes a difference but you know i can remember a time when you know, i think it was bregman that hit it when he hit a pop fly against san diego and the pitcher and the catcher saw it drop between them and a guy's at third base and he got a got a, a 20 foot single uh in the ninth i inning. was there walk off yep i have the video mm -hmm. on my phone i could have sworn it was kansas city no it was the padres it was the padres 
It was the it was the guy the wonder. first baseman used to play. It was Hos Hosmer. Hosmer, that's what it, that's why I'm thinking Kansas City. That's what it and is. And I think it went behind him. Yeah, it wasn't very far. I mean, it's just it like wasn't. they all kind of looked yeah, at it. And said, somebody's got to yeah. somebody's got to catch this ball. So there was Absolutely. four of us at the game, and two and I was filming it, and someone else was looking, and the other two their heads were down, mm -hmm. and they missed it. So don't ever put your heads down, folks. You're gonna miss something big. It was awesome. So, so the 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 point on this is, I think the Crane and and Dana are gonna let Chapman set this value. When Chapman sets the value, then they'll then they'll know more about which direction they want to head with Bregman. And I think they will give him an offer, uh, unless Chapman just gets stupid money and and they look at Boris and they say, you know we're not going to give you as much as Chapman got. So, you know, you need to decide that we're, you know, that if he wants to be here, cause we're not going to pay stupid money or we can, we can get the deal done. I think Bregman knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Why, you don't think he would be interested in doing what Altuve did? You know, I, I know, I, I know, know he's going to want something big, but like just saying like, I'm going to sign something and then I'll sign again. Cause because that's what the Astros management says. That's what Jim Crane says. I want Bregman to be here for life. He, he, they, yeah, he Bregman's, Bregman's going to be 30. In the same sentence all the time. Bregman's going to be 30. So, you know, that. I'm just saying if Bregman is, wants to be here. Yeah. Yeah. But if he wants yeah. to get paid and get a 12-year contract, and he isn't going to be here. No, I could see no. something happening where some sort of a weird deal is they guarantee him five years. And they have some sort of an option set up to where, to where the Astros, seven can, years the Astros can exercise at, you know, the the Astros can can exercise at twenty or twenty five or thirty, or Bregman can exercise at ten or fifteen, something to something kind of exotic to where they both have the opportunity to stay at the end of five years, if they want. Um, and if Bregman stays, it doesn't it doesn't uh, kill kill the uh, the salary structure if he's not performing that well. I mean, if he if he's performing great, they're going to want to extend him. You know, if he's got an opt out or whatever. I mean, it's the Astros got a lot to think about. They do have a lot. To so they also have Kyle Tucker. They can't pay every player on the team thirty million bucks a year. They can't do it. They can, I guess. Definitely but. not. I mean, they could, but, but will you they? You could, but you can't. Probably can. not. You can, but you couldn't. Could you? But you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but you shouldn't. But you could. <laughs> yeah. No. You. You've got. If they can get get Bregman signed, or or just get his disposition taken care of. You know, when I was looking through my phone for something, I saw the screenshot that I sent y'all. Jim Crane says, "While I'm here, the window will always be open." Yeah. That's what he said. I thought he said this, that it's not ever going to close. That's what I thought he said. Same thing, though, right? Close enough. <laughs> That's a distinction without a difference. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Wally. You got the stats and the wit. Your total it's package. True. No, it... Man. It, it is... It's going to be interesting. And But again, these are, these are good teams' problems. True. 
It's very true. Yeah, and it really does feel like uh, Jim Crane is trying to make Altuve and Bregman the Bagwell and Biggio of this generation, which mm -hmm. I think is incredible. I love it. I love both of them. I think they're the perfect kind of good cop, bad cop, the same way you kind of saw Bagwell and Biggio, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about an extension. Uh, bring it on. <laughs> So another exciting thing, obviously, we have going on while you mentioned we are well within that 10 day window of pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training. So um, saw an email from the Space Cowboys about the 11 Sugarland Space Cowboys who will be at spring training. Uh, Rob, your boy, Luke Berryhill on that list. Oh, yeah. He was How there last year. About that. Yeah, I remember he was there last year, too. So I'm like, hey. So him and uh, I think it was him and Justin Dearden were roommates when they're in oh, Corpus awesome. and, uh, and they both were, you know, they both got invited last year and they took a picture together and they sent it to his dad and he showed me and I was so excited <laughs> just to see him in that uniform. It was so cool. Oh, that's amazing. It is neat. Yeah. You know, speaking of, speaking of Dearden, I'm looking at the non-roster invitees that is Dearden on the 40 man. I don't think he is. No. Mm -hmm. I don't see him on the 40. On the, I, that dude right. was somebody everybody was talking about. And I think he kind of fell off a little bit last year. Yeah. He, he didn't have a great season and he's not I on the, on astros.com. He's not on the NRI list. That's surprising. Yeah. I will say one that I'm very excited to say is Loperfito. Oh man. That kid is fun to watch. Um, Got to see him a few times in Corpus. I think he's going to be really exciting and a really good uh, good outfield option for the future. So I'm looking forward to seeing him as a, as a non-roster invitee this season. And I will be at spring training early March. So yeah. I'm excited for it. The guys, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say something about, I got two boys on the team now. Because my friend Angie's son Ooh. is Brett Coba. He's on, he got invited oh, also. Cool. And so... So Luke, I think it was 2022, he was the Astros, maybe it was 2021, but he was the Astros minor league offensive player of the year. And then he kind of has been dealing with injuries lately. But Rhett Koba, who if you look at the, the roster and it says, uh, it says uh, expected date to like join the Astros, it says 2024 on both of these guys. And that's this year. But mm -hmm. Rhett Koba, was the uh, Astros minor league pitcher of the year. So these guys have both, you know, I know both of them, and they both, you know, they're good. Rhett Toba, don't forget that name. When he comes up, you're going to be like, who's this dude? <laughs> Rhett Toba, folks. Rhett Toba. The guys, the guys I'm interested in seeing, of course, is Melton. Let's see what Melton's got. And, you know, what Melton has is, could make a big difference on how they handle Tucker in the future. Low Profito, I hear Quincy Hamilton's got some good things going for him. They talked about Pedro Leon, but yeah. I, like Zach Desenzo is a third baseman. They're talking about how uh, Leon didn't get a chance last year. Yeah. Is Luis Baez on that list? Because I, I read something about him too. I don't think so. Mm -mm. And then you've got Spencer Arigetti. If you talk oh, about yeah. You talk about minor leaguers. If somebody goes down and they need to dip into the into the farm to get him, Arigetti really really came on last year. No, Baez is not on the list. Because I, I read about him. It, there was a story, and I always read this 
and I always talk about it on here, you know, like everybody's pros a prospect on each team to keep an eye on. And he, that's who he was. He's like an outfielder. He plays right fields, has a cannon and he's, he's only, he was 19 years old last year. So mm -hmm. he's predicted to maybe possibly be the right fielder of the future after we lose Kyle Tucker. So that's yeah. another name to look for someday. Luis Baez, he's like in low A right now. So yeah, Will Wagner's out. another one. Will Wagner's yes, a star. Yes, Will blocked. Wagner. Fair. He's really good. Yeah, there and there's a few of them. When you, what's always interesting to look at these guys when you look at the NRIs, the minor leaguers, is to see their ages and you got to you empathize with some of the players and know that they're getting to the point where something has to happen for them yeah. to really. To, to to come forward you know if you're 25 20 like a shea whitcomb shea whitcomb would be 26 this year and you know he's got he's getting to that age where something has to happen for it for his dream to come true yeah yeah sometimes your dreams end up you just you end up just being this guy you know there's guys that are stars like how you said altuve got picked up all the way from corpus but there's some guys that go to AAA and they go up and down. There's an injury, but they're never they're they're not that kind of guy that's gonna be this superstar, mm -mm. like Gray Kessinger, like somebody like that. May he may be, but I'm just saying, like you get to the you get to that age, you know, you're a certain age of player, and that's just who you are. You just go up and down, up and down. That's until you run out of options and they get rid of you. Yeah. Well, look at Matajevic. There you go. True. You know, he'll always have that home run he hit off Cole, but I don't even know <laughs> if he's in a camp this year. Did you know I thought about that on the way home too? It, it, we played the Yankees in game one of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What a matchup. What a pitching matchup we're getting in the first game of the year. Yeah, oh, it's going to be amazing. JD. Wow. We'll be there. How did we get so lucky? So yeah. Ryan, the only guy that's not here, he has that show. He's going to be coming live to you talking about the Yankees. Yeah, Ryan, let's see how long you can do a monologue. I'll uh, I'll be live from Kobo's if I need to, you know, or Edo, yeah. somewhere in Edo. I don't know. If we can make it wait. happen. If, yeah, unless he wants to wait till like 7 in the morning for me to get home. But I don't. Well, we can talk. Yeah, we'll make it work. We will make it. We'll make it work. I can. We can get him someone to come on with him. Exactly. There's always options, Ryan. Options. Hopefully you're watching and supporting the team there, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan's going to be thinking, man, look what I get into when I don't show up. I know. <laughs> Has to go solo on opening day. <laughs> First day. First, First day. day. First day. Welcome. Welcome but it to should the Thunderdome. No good deed goes unpunished, it right? It should be exciting, though. Oh. He's going to have a lot to talk about. Absolutely. But yeah. So last thing we had on the docket for today, Espada's expectations. Um, saw a video earlier time. today. Oh, it really does. I'm ex I'm excited for the Espada era. I'm very excited for it. I think one of the things I love that he talked about is, you know, he mentioned, you know, almost like a mentality of if it's not broke, why fix it? You know? So, you know, he made mention of, you know, we're, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. It's been working. Like, why would I go in and try and change every single thing that has, we've been yeah. working towards? You know, we've been successful. We know what it takes to succeed. You know, I've been here for a lot of that. So, you know, why try, why try and 
fix something that's not broken. Now, he did mention wanting to put Jordan in left field a lot more, which I'm mm -hmm. actually very excited about. Oh, I yeah. would love to see him out on the field he a lot more. Out there. Oh, it's, he feels a little more locked in when he's, you know, yeah. playing left for some reason. And I want to see someone him was hit El Grande again. about that today. They commented on that really? video. Who's gonna who's gonna DH? We don't have a legitimate DH. You have Dubon. He can play second yeah. and you uh he can play for anybody and they can DH. Exactly. Talking about? Things, we don't have anybody. Yeah, all the things that that has said on that on that minute and a half clip he had was pretty much coach speaking, except for mm -hmm. knowing that he wanted to get guys off their feet. You know, he wanted to get uh Alvarez out in left field get some guys as, you know, their half days off, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And, and especially at home, you know, people want to talk about Alvarez. Don't run on Alvarez. You you lose a oh, lot no. of money trying to run on Alvarez. Oh, yeah. It's incredibly strong, incredibly accurate. Um, You know, it's, he is, he, he is no slouch in left field. No, he's good. Absolutely. Deceptively slow. Am I saying it right? Deceptively, deceptively fast he yeah. doesn't look like he's even moving but he's pretty fast he gets around yeah. out there. deceptively slow deceptively, deceptively slow as us if people take pictures of us we look we look like we're running a lot harder than we really are. <laughs> i got these little corgi legs they move as fast as they can wally <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> you know i ran after a foul ball at a, at a san antonio missions game and i fell over forward and rolled <laughs> I, I i cannot run Full speed. I can't full run. I can't run full speed. Uh, I, I played that out a couple years like ago. just like a you know beer league softball a few years back, and uh, it was our last game of season. I think it was like the championship game or something or semifinals, something like that. Uh, and I got a hit, and I ran, and then I just kind of kept running, and I somehow got all the way home, and I thought I was going to die, so I too <laughs> cannot run. Uh, and except they started calling me wheels after that because Ooh. I didn't listen to anybody when they were telling me to stop, but then they overthrew the ball, and I got home, and I was safe. It was great. It was my one you shining had, uh, moment in my Gary fake Pettis. sports career. <laughs> Gary, Gary Pettis, Pettis syndrome. <laughs> well, it's going to be – it really is – back to the spot. It's really going to be neat to see – you know, the subtle differences to what he does. I think we saw a little Absolutely. bit of it last year when Dusty got thrown out in that mm -hmm. game, when he did that, did that, that switch at the mm -hmm. end, and he was much more aggressive about getting Maldi out of there than uh, Dusty ever was. Yeah. Yeah. Caratini, speaking of Maldi and, you know, him not being here, Caratini might, is going to have a, could have a really big impact on this team. It's gonna be nice to have a, you know, a catcher with two catchers with that that can hit a little bit. It's gonna be. I nice. have no comment. <laughs> but Maldi, you cannot stop. Maldi. I still need a you new favorite player. Contain. I don't know who it's gonna be. You cannot stop Maldi. You can only contain. Yeah, him. it's got to be someone I need to defend, right? It has to be. I can't have a favorite player that's awesome. I had to defend Yuli Gurriel. You I should just make a cabbage. Maldi. You should be the first cabbage stand. But he's got to start. He's got to. He's got to play. He's got to make the team. Mm -hmm. I think Fair. Jake Myers is the lead, leader in that category. He, the the guy that's going to get uh, the most slander because probably. he's going to start center field if he does crap either. What are you doing? Why is he out there? Yep. Bring up this he guy really from uh, Corpus. 
I mean, granted, we do have a lot of great options in Corpus and AAA we right do. now in the outfield. And I think that's the the scary thing for players in that position. You know, I mean, there's a guy nipping on your heels and he's going to be hungry. And yeah. some of them are going to be in spring training with you. So I think it's going to be uh, interesting and fun and I'm excited for it. Oh, I'm ready for baseball season to start. It officially yeah. starts Sunday right after the Super Bowl, in my opinion. So yep. wow. We're what three days away from baseball season, folks. That's a three fact. days. Are we doing a pregame Super Bowl pregame here? That's what I was reading in the text. What? Yeah, or uh, some of y'all said, we, "Yeah, we I can do it before the Super Bowl or after the Super Bowl." I mean, maybe. I don't even know what I got going on. It's, we it's go to a, church. I know that, but it's a it's a pregame. We're not going to go out and eat because we have Super Bowl food. Exactly. Yeah. I'm. I'm. So well, I might be good if we do one. So excited. Somebody did some I saw a video today and I hate to interrupt everybody, but it had no, something please. to do. It said, Do you know the number? Do you know the uh the, the, the name of Taylor Swift's out new album and their the guy's like 13? And it and it had all these different things and everything was 13. Like, you know how many games Taylor Swift has been to? Mm -hmm. He's like 13. No, 12. This will be her thirteen. Like everything at thirteen. Uh, I, I don't know. I gotta find it. But who do y'all think is gonna win? I want it to be Kansas City. I a lot of people it, don't. Yeah, you know, San Francisco's favored, but it really? Kansas City. Kansas City just seems to know how to win. They do. Hundred percent. They do. So they good. Just, they just know how to win. Um, and they've just been there, you know. And, and I think they've been it, there. Andy Reid, they say Andy Reid may be retiring after this game. And if he does, it'd be nice to see him go out as a winner. Absolutely. So yeah. he can go back to the State Farm commercial and, and do those combo <laughs> meals and have those combo meals with some of these nuggies. Mahomes, my auto. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Well, on that note, you guys, um, do we have any final thoughts about Astros baseball, about Super Bowl food? Thoughts bring about anything. Just bring it all on. <laughs> <laughs> My final thoughts it. is the, the thing about Espada. We were talking about him. I, I'm so curious to see, you know, because I think a lot of Astro fans want a manager that says, this is my shortstop. This is my center fielder. I'm not, you know, like Dusty did a yeah. lot of stuff to irritate people. And I'm just curious. And it's probably going to happen because every man everybody's a, what is it called? Like a sofa couch Everyone manager. Everyone thinks that they can like manage. I'm just, everybody's an armchair manager. I'm just yeah, there you for, go. Armchair manager. I'm waiting for day one that somebody gets a day off and we just lost the game before. What's a spotter doing? I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for the spot of oh. slander, but I don't think he's going to get as much as Dusty. Uh, I don't think so either. Not even close. Wait, wait, no wait, for, the, wait for the standings to go. I mean, Dusty, Dusty got it, would get the, get all, all the guff and, you know, I'd tell my friends, say, the only thing I know about Dusty is he's won 2,100 and some odd games more than I have. Yeah. You know, so we're going to trust that he knows a little bit what's going on and he knows his team. Um, you just hope this when a spot has been the consigliere for all these years, you know, can he go from being Tom to being Vito? Hmm. You know, well, get your stats ready, uh, Walt. We will. Wally, whatever you get called now. Um, <laughs> I want to know, is it possible? And I don't want you to answer it now. This is for the next show. 
Is Jose Altuve going to be here? Is this contract long enough for him to get to 3,000? Or is he going to have to play a couple more? That's that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Tell me if he gets hurt or not. I don't know. I don't know, (laughs) dude. Yeah, no, it's it's that's the short answer is it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. That's why that's why I was curious. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna get two hundred hits every year like he did, but it's gonna take I don't know. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be interesting. That's my final thought. Final thought. I love it. No, any other final thoughts? No, I it's just we're just getting ready to to have the season. You can feel with the Altuve thing and, and people getting together or people getting ramped up. You know, especially the Texans. We, it's like when, it's like when the Texans lost the, and then all the Astros stuff started coming up and people are starting to get mm-hmm. ramped up and, and, and it's the same old thing, but then again, it's not because yeah. Dusty's gone and you've got some, you've, we've got these questions that we have to answer and, and it's going to be a fun year. Absolutely. My final thoughts, like uh, like Wally said, it's going to be a really fun year. I'm excited for the season, which officially starts right after the Super Bowl. The minute the confetti hits, it is baseball season, folks. Um, so excited for that, excited for spring training. And uh, the squad would love to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Astros Baseball Podcast. We hope you had a great time with us today. And Thanks, we'll see everybody. you next time, guys. Bye. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.